0: Hello, I am your host, Pedro Gelibert, from the Long Island Church of Christ, reading with you the chronological Bible reading in one year, using God's Word translation, by God's Word to the Nation's Mission Society. Second Chronicles chapter 28 Ahaz was twenty years old when he began to rule. He ruled for twenty-six years in Jerusalem. He didn't do what the Lord considered right, as his ancestor David had done. He followed the examples of the kings of Israel and even made metal idols for worshipping other gods, the Baals. He burned sacrifices in the valley of ben Hinnom and sacrificed his son by burning him alive, one of the disgusting things done by the nations that the Lord had forced out of Israel's way. He offered sacrifices and burned incense as an offering at the illegal worship sites, which were on hills and under every large tree. So the Lord his God handed him over to the king of Aram, who defeated him, captured many prisoners, and brought them to Damascus. He also handed him over to the king of Israel, who decisively defeated him. In one day, Pekah, son of Ramalia, killed 120,000 soldiers in Judah because they had abandoned the Lord God of their ancestors. Zikri, a fighting man from Ephraim, killed Masaiah, who was the king's son, Azrakam, who was in charge of the palace, and Elkanah, who was the king's second-in-command. The Israelites captured 200,000 women, boys, and girls from their relatives, the Judeans. They also took a lot of goods from Judah and brought them to Samaria. A prophet of the Lord named Oded was there. He went to meet the army coming home to Samaria. He said to them, The Lord God of your ancestors handed Judah over to you in his anger. You killed them in a rage that reaches up to heaven. Now you intend to enslave the men and women of Judah and Jerusalem. But aren't you also guilty of sinning against the Lord your God? Listen to me. Return these prisoners you have captured from your relatives, because the Lord is very angry with you. Then Azariah, son of Jehohan, Berechiah, son of Meshilamoth, Jezekiah, son of Shalom, and Amasa, son of Hadlai, some leaders of Ephraim, opposed those coming home from the army. They said to the army, Don't bring the prisoners here. You'll make us responsible for this sin against the Lord. Do you intend to add to all our sins? The Lord is very angry with Israel because we have already sinned. So the army left the prisoners and the loot in front of the leaders and the whole assembly. Then the men who were mentioned by name took charge of the prisoners and gave clothes from the loot to all the prisoners who were naked. They provided clothes for them, gave them sandals, gave them something to eat and drink and let them bathe. They put everyone who was exhausted on donkeys and brought them to Jericho, the city of Palms, near their own people. Then they returned to Samaria. At that time, King Ahaz sent for help from the kings of Assyria. The Edomites had again invaded and defeated Judah and captured prisoners. The Philistines had raided the foothills and the Negev in Judah. They captured and began living in Beth Shemesh, Ajalon, Gederoth, Soko, and its villages, Timnah, and its villages, and Gimzo, and its villages. The Lord humbled Judah because of King Ahaz of Israel. Ahaz had spread sin throughout Judah and was unfaithful to the Lord. King Tilagath-Pilneser of Assyria attacked Ahaz. Instead of strengthening Ahaz, Tilagath-Pilneser made trouble for him. Ahaz took some of the things from the Lord's temple, the royal palace, and the princes, and gave them to the king of Assyria. But that didn't help him. When he had this trouble, King Ahaz became more unfaithful to the Lord. He sacrificed to the gods of Damascus, the gods who had defeated him. He thought, the gods of the kings of Aram are helping them. I'll sacrifice to them so that they will help me. But they ruined him and all Israel. Ahaz collected the utensils in God's temple, cut them up, and closed the doors to the Lord's temple. He made altars for himself on every corner in Jerusalem. And in each city of Judah, he made places of worship to sacrifice to other gods. So he made the Lord God of his ancestors angry. Everything else about him, everything from beginning to end, is written in the book of the kings of Judah and Israel. Ahaz laid down in death with his ancestors and was buried in the city of Jerusalem because they didn't put him in the tombs of the kings of Israel. His son Hezekiah succeeded him as king. 2 Kings chapter 16 Pekah, son of Remaliah, was in his seventeenth year as king of Israel when King Ahaz, son of Jotham, began to rule as king of Judah. Ahaz was 20 years old when he began to rule. He ruled for 26 years in Jerusalem. He didn't do what the Lord his God considered right, as his ancestor David had done. He followed the example of the kings of Israel and even sacrificed his son by burning him alive. Sacrificing children was one of the disgusting things done by the nations that the Lord had forced out of Israel's way. He offered sacrifices and burned incense as an offering at the illegal worship sites, which were on hills and under every large tree. Then King Rezin of Aram and King Pekah, son of Ramaliah of Israel, came to wage war against Jerusalem. They blockaded Ahaz but couldn't get him to fight. At that time, King Rezin of Aram drove the Judeans out of Elath and gave it back to Edom. The Edomites came to Elath and still live there today. Ahaz sent messengers to King Tiglath-Pileser of Assyria to say, I'm your servant, your son. Come and save me from the kings of Aram and Israel who are attacking me. Ahaz took the silver and gold he found in the Lord's temple and in the treasury in the royal palace and sent them to the king of Assyria as a present. The king of Assyria listened to him and attacked Damascus. He captured it, took the people to Kir as captives, and killed Rezin. Then King Ahaz went to Damascus to meet King Tiglath-Pileser of Assyria. He saw an altar there in Damascus. So King Ahaz sent the priest Urijah a model of the altar and a set of detailed plans. Urijah built an altar exactly like the model King Ahaz sent from Damascus. He finished it before Ahaz returned home from Damascus. When the king came from Damascus, he saw the altar. The king approached the altar and went up to it. He sacrificed his burnt offering and grain offering, poured out his wine offering, and sprinkled the blood of his fellowship offering on the altar. But he moved the bronze altar dedicated to the Lord. It had been in front of the temple between his altar and the Lord's temple. Ahaz put it on the north side of his altar. King Ahaz gave this command to the priest Urijah: On this great altar you must burn the morning burnt offerings and the evening grain offerings, the king's burnt offerings and grain offerings, and the burnt offerings, grain offerings, and wine offerings of all the people of the land. Sprinkle all the blood of the burnt offerings and other sacrifices on it. I will use the bronze altar for prayer. The priest Urijah did what King Ahaz had commanded. King Ahaz cut off the side panels of the bronze stands used in the temple and removed the basin from each of them. He took the bronze pool down from the bronze bulls that were under it and set it on a stone base. Ahaz removed the covered walkway used on the day of rest, the holy day. This walkway had been built in the temple. He also removed the outer entrance for the king from the Lord's temple. He did this to please the king of Assyria. Isn't everything else about Ahaz, the things he did, written in the official records of the kings of Judah? Ahaz lay down in death with his ancestors and was buried with them in the city of David. His son Hezekiah succeeded him as king. 2 Kings chapter 17 in Ahaz's twelfth year as king of Judah, Hoshea son of Elah, began to rule as king of Israel in Samaria. He ruled for nine years. He did what the Lord considered evil, but he didn't do what the kings of Israel's before him had done. King Shalmaneser of Assyria defeated Hoshea, who became his servant and was required to make annual payments to him. The king of Assyria found Hoshea to be a traitor. Hosea had sent messengers to King Dais of Egypt and had stopped making annual payments to the king of Assyria. So the king of Assyria arrested him and put him in prison. Then the king of Assyria attacked the entire country. He attacked Samaria and blockaded it for three years. In Hosea's ninth year as king of Israel, the king of Assyria captured Samaria and took the Israelites to Assyria as captives. He settled them in Hala, along the Habor River in Gazan, and in the cities of the Medes. The Israelites sinned against the Lord their God, who brought them out of Egypt and rescued them from the power of Pharaoh, the king of Egypt. They worshipped other gods and lived by the customs of the nations that the Lord had forced out of the Israelites' way. They also did what their kings wanted them to do. The Israelites secretly did things against the Lord their God that weren't right they built for themselves illegal places of worship in all their cities, from the smallest watchtower to the largest fortified city. They set up sacred stones and poles dedicated to the goddess Asherah on every high hill and under every large tree. At all the illegal places of worship, they sacrificed in the same way as the nations that the Lord had removed from the land ahead of them. They did evil things and made the Lord furious. They served idols, although the Lord had said, Never do this. The Lord had warned Israel and Judah through every kind of prophet and seer. Turn from your evil ways and obey my commands and decrees as I commanded your ancestors and all my teachings, the commands I sent to you through my servants, the prophets. But they refused to listen. They became as impossible to deal with as their ancestors who refused to trust the Lord their God. They rejected his decrees, the promise he made to their ancestors, and the warnings he had given them. They went after worthless idols and became as worthless as the idols. They behaved like the nations around them, although the Lord had commanded them not to do that. They abandoned all the commands of the Lord their God. They made two calves out of cast metal. They made a pole dedicated to the goddess Asherah. They prayed to the entire army of heaven. They worshipped Baal. They sacrificed their sons and daughters by burning them alive. They practiced black magic and cast evil spells. They sold themselves by doing what the Lord considered evil, and they made him furious. The Lord became so angry with Israel that he removed them from his sight. Only the tribe of Judah was left. Even Judah didn't obey the commands of the Lord their God, but lived according to Israel's customs. So the Lord rejected all of Israel's descendants, made them suffer, handed them over to those who looted their property, and finally turned away from Israel. When he tore Israel away from the family of David, the people of Israel made Jeroboam Nabat's son king. Jeroboam forced Israel away from the Lord and led them to commit a serious sin. The Israelites followed all the sins Jeroboam committed and never turned away from them. Finally, the Lord turned away from Israel as he had said he would through all his servants, the prophets. So the people of Israel were taken from their land to Assyria as captives, and they are still there today. The king of Assyria brought people from Babylon, Kutha, Ava, Hamath, and Sepharvaim, and settled them in all the cities of Samaria in place of the Israelites. They took over Samaria and lived in its cities. When they first came to live there, they didn't worship the Lord, so the Lord sent lions to kill some of them. Then someone said to the king of Assyria, The people you took as captives and settled in the cities of Samaria don't know the customs of the god of that country, so he sent lions. Now the lions are killing them because they don't know the custom of the god of this country. The king of Assyria gave this command, Bring one of the priests you captured from there. Let him go back and teach them the customs of the god of that country. So one of the priests who had been taken prisoner from Samaria went to live in Bethel. He taught them how to worship the Lord. But each group that settled in Samaria continued to make its own gods. They put them at the illegal places of worship, which the people of Samaria had made. Each group did this in the cities where they lived. The people from Babylon made Sukkoth Benoth. The people from Kuth made Nergal. The people from Hamath made Ashema. The people from Ava made Nibza and Tartak. The people from Sefervaim burned their children from Adramelech and Anamelech, the gods of Sepharvaim. So while these people were worshipping the Lord, they also appointed all kinds of people to serve as priests for the shrines at their illegal places of worship. They worship the Lord, but also served their own gods according to the customs of the nations from which they had come. Today, they are still following their customs, as they've done from the beginning. They don't fear the Lord or live by the decrees, customs, teachings, or commands that the Lord gave to the descendants of Jacob, whom he named Israel. When the Lord made a promise to Israel, he commanded, Never worship other gods, bow down to them, serve them, or sacrifice to them. Instead, worship the Lord, who used his great power and a mighty arm to bring you out of Egypt. Bow down to the Lord and sacrifice to him. Faithfully obey the laws, rules, teachings, and commands that he wrote for you. Never worship other gods. Never forget the promise I made to you. Never worship other gods. Instead, worship the Lord your God, and he will rescue you from your enemies. The people of Israel had refused to listen, and made up their own rules as they had done from the beginning. These other nations worshipped the Lord, but also served their own idols. So did their children and grandchildren. They still do whatever their ancestors did.